0: So you all look a little sleepy right now. Um, Perhaps it's because your body is telling you it's 9 a.m. when it's 10 a.m. So maybe I'll start with a joke then, get us going. Um, So a pastor was transporting some new medical equipment that his parish had bought and donated to a local hospital when his car ran out of gas. Fortunately for him, there was a gas station a short distance away so he could walk it, but he realized he didn't have a container for the gasoline. So looking in the back, he found a bedpan and walked to the gas station and filled the bedpan with gas. So he was pouring the gas from his bedpan into the car when a parishioner drove by, rolled down the window and said, Father, you sure have a lot more faith than I do. See, because he thought that, never mind. <laughs> so, sisters and brothers, we have arrived at one of those high points in our liturgical calendar. Today, Luke's gospel takes us up on the mountain of the transfiguration, along with Jesus, Moses, and Elijah, and Peter and James and John. Now mountains had a very important um, symbolic meaning to God's people. Many important events in salvation history happened on mountains. And there is something very unique about mountains. Their perspective gives us the opportunity to see both where we have been and where we are going. The vantage point that a mountain offers is that ability. And so it can be true in our life as well that there are certain peak moments. And from atop this mountain, uh, we can look back at the moment of Christmas and Epiphany and the baptism of Jesus and it was then that we heard the word the words this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased so that uh, again as god the father says that from the mountain reminds us of where we have been in our liturgical season from the, atop the mountain today though we can also see in the other direction toward jerusalem and Mount Calvary where another voice will say, truly this was the Son of God. This time it would be a Roman centurion who speaks the words and Jesus would be crucified. So we are looking towards Holy Week and the passion of our Lord Jesus. Today, We can, however, also see for a moment beyond even that mountain to the resurrection. So today's mountain is something of a midpoint in the journey we take each year with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there must have been or there was plenty of conversation on the Mount of the Transfiguration. But only Luke tells us what Jesus, Moses, and Elijah were talking about. This comes just after the verses in which Jesus tells his disciples that he must suffer and die on the cross. Now in Luke's summary, however, he uses these words. He speaks uh, that they were speaking of the exodus which Jesus was to complete at Jerusalem. In reality, then, they're speaking about the work which Moses had never quite finished. Moses had been to the top of the mountain as well. He had worked hard, struggling with Pharaoh to set God's people free. He had put up with the murmuring and the grumbling of God's people in the wilderness and he even had been struggling with God in some of his um, lack of faith. And for this reason, he comes to the top of the mountain from which he can see the promised land off in the distance, but he was able to go no further, his lack of faith being his downfall. There God took him, and it is difficult to imagine his disappointment. Now, Elijah had been to a mountain before as well, just before God took him home on that sweet low swinging chariot. He had been on the mountain to pray and in great discouragement, thinking himself to be pretty much the last faithful person left on earth. He also had worked long and hard trying to be a good prophet to God's people, and yet it must have seemed as though it had gotten him nowhere. Now, and then God, of course, took him as well. Now, that could easily be a summary of our lives at different times. We work hard, we work diligently, Believing that everything will soon fall into place, everything will uh, come into focus, the struggle will finally be open over, we think, when I finish school, when I get a job, when I get married, when I recover from this divorce, when my children are all grown up, when the loans are paid off, tomorrow, the next year, five years from now and sometimes we do make it to the mountain all things fall into place and make sense but then we stumble into another valley where the past is obscured and the future uncertain somehow we never seem to finish and then God takes us so it's easy enough for us to sympathize with Moses and Elijah in their disappointment. However, Luke invites us to think of ourselves along with Moses and Elijah as runners in a race. It's a long and difficult race, but but one we do not run alone. And it's a relay race, one in which we hand off the baton to someone else, to the next generation or what have you. Today we see Moses and Elijah making that last handoff, as it were, they passed the baton to Jesus for the last lap, the anchor stretch. And it would still be a difficult lap with the finish line just outside Jerusalem at a place called Golgotha, the place of the skull. There would be no cheering crowds waiting for Jesus then at the finish. Only taunts and jeers and voices that would say, if you are the Son of God, come down from there. We too are on the last lap with Jesus in this season of Lent. And we hear the voices too. Voices telling us, oh, you're all wrong about that. You've lost touch with things. I'm sorry, there's nothing more we can do for you. But we hear also the voice which spoke to Jesus, which was, which is with words that were pronounced at our baptism. You too are my son and daughter, I delight in you. I give thanks for you every time I think of you. And that's the truth about all of us. That voice drowns out all the jeers and taunts and criticisms and sustains us on this last lap. That voice gives us strength to carry on for Jesus as his arms and legs in the, and body in the world, the runners in the race. Now, like all good athletes, we need to be well-nourished. We need to be sustained on our long run. And so we share a banquet. We share a banquet here at this table, at the end of all the running on that last holy mountain. Here we share the meal which Jesus gave to his disciples as they also remembered the exodus on the night of the Passover. It is the meal he gives us now for our run for Jerusalem, for Golgotha, and finally for the empty tomb. And on this holy mountain, we join with Moses and Elijah and Jesus Eating, drinking, rejoicing, washing feet, telling the stories of our race. Therefore, brothers and sisters, let's run well the last lap, this last lap of Lent.